Today on Locked on A's, the A's have finally traded Sean Murphy, and it's not the deal that we were expecting. He's on his way to Atlanta. There's another team involved. It, it got nuts. We're going to go over the entire trade. We're going to go and be angry about the return package, and then we're going to get over it. In the third segment, I'm going to give you a reason why the A's are actually going to be better in 2023. Let's get into it, you guys. You are Locked on A's, your daily Oakland A's podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's time for Locked On A's. Stepping to the mic, it's your host, Jason Burke. How's it going, A's fans, and welcome to episode 506 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burkett, on today's show, uh, Sean Murphy got traded. So there goes my content machine for months on end. Uh, I guess we're going to have to squeeze this one out. No, really, uh, he got traded to the Braves, and uh, yay, he's another A's player going to the Braves. That's great. Uh, I, I thought we took all of their prospects in the last one, but apparently they still had a few laying around, so we're going to go over who the A's got. Also, the Brewers are in this deal, so who the A's get from the Brewers? How did the Brewers end up uh, potentially winning this deal? Weird! Uh, so we're going to we're gonna talk about all of that in the first segment. And then in the second segment, uh, A's fans are mad, so we're going to be mad for a segment, and then we're going to get over it, and I'm going to tell you guys why the A's might actually be better in 2023, even without Sean Murphy and with the trade, and we're all mad right now, but the A's have made some moves. Let's trust them just a little bit. That sounds weird, but I, we're, we're going we're gonna to get into it. I, I got numbers. I got numbers. We're going to back it up. But before I back up anything, uh, I, I need you to back up. And uh, thank you for subscribing to Locked on A's and making this your first lesson of the day. We are free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube. So if you're on YouTube, subscribe, like, comment. Uh, if you do all those things, it helps the algorithm find other A's fans like yourself. Or if you like baseball content, boom, content machine right here. Jason Burke. <laughs> also, make sure to follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at by Jason B on Twitter. Check out Inside the A's for more A's news, insight, and analysis uh, that you can't get anywhere else because it's from my brain and uh, I think weird. So go check out Inside the A's on Facebook and on Twitter at Inside the A's. But let's get into this trade. Uh, Sean Murphy to the Braves yet again. Uh, the, the trade involves Sean Murphy to the Braves, Hoal Piamps, who not getting any recognition in this deal. Uh, some people forgot he was on the team. No, he was in integral parts after being claimed off of waivers, and he was expendable. He's fine. So, whole LPMC was claimed off of waivers like in August. He's He was going to be in the bullpen, but they also have a lot of bullpen options, so whatever. Uh, he was traded to Milwaukee. William Contreras, the other big piece in this deal, uh, is going to Milwaukee. <laughs> the, the Braves had... Too many catchers, and they were like, hey, how about Sean Murphy, too? That sounds great. Uh, I, I I don't like the Braves right now, but whatever. Uh, William Contreras to Milwaukee. Justin Yeager, great name, Yeager to Milwaukee. He's a double-A prospect. So uh, Milwaukee got three players in this deal, and they traded, like, a couple. So good for them, I suppose. Uh, the A's got a, a backup catcher for Shea Langoliers in 2023 and Manny Pena. He is going to be uh, 35 year, 36 years old next year, I think. He's 35 currently. Uh, he's also making $4.5 million with, like, a, a $4 million player option. So 
there's that. So he's got we got him for two years potentially, um, and he he's going to cost more than Sean Murphy would have in 2023. So bang up job. Uh, but maybe that's how the A's got such a haul of prospects. Um, and I'm being tongue in cheek. I I'm intrigued by this prospect package. It's just not what I was expecting. I'll get into that. But here here are the names. Uh, we got Estuary. Er, I keep saying that Estuary Ruiz. He's a center fielder that they got from the Milwaukee Brewers. He's he's intriguing. He's got 80 grade speed. We'll talk about that here in a sec. Uh, Kyle Muller, starting pitcher. He is he, he's a guy. He's been in the big leagues a little bit, not a ton. Everybody here except for Manny Pena is still a rookie. They got six years of control left, so they guys got lots of team control to develop these guys into the next core. So we'll see how that goes. But Kyle Muller coming to the A's. Uh, Freddie Tarnock coming to the A's. Uh, Keith Law, in his piece, said that uh, Tarnock is the centerpiece of this deal for the A's, so that's something. And then uh, the A's also got a guy that played in A and high A last year, Royber uh, Salinas. I like that. Um, he's a big strikeout guy. Um, everybody comments on his weight. I don't want to do that. I just want to let you know that everybody comments on his weight, and I feel like that's rude. Uh He's a guy that throws fastballs really good, and he strikes out a lot of batters, and he could turn into something, potentially. So I, I'm intrigued, but he's, again, a little bit, he's a couple steps away. So we'll see how he develops, uh, probably in Lansing to start the season next year. Maybe, maybe in Midland. We'll see. But uh, a little bit further into these guys, Ruiz, the center fielder, he hit 332 with a 447 on base between AA and AAA last year. He hit 16 home runs in those games and also had 85 steals, 80 grade speed, 85 steals. I love it. I tweeted this out on Locked On from the Locked On A's account. Uh, the last time the A's lost 100 games, the next year was Ricky Henderson's first full season in the majors. Ricky Henderson, obviously the stolen base God. Um, and also one of the best players in Oakland A's history, or probably the best in Oakland A's history. Um, but they, they had to have seen that. They're like, oh, crap, we lost 100 games. We need a guy that can steal so many bases. Come on down, Mr. Ruiz. I like it. Uh, it seems like he's going to have a good chance at getting the center field spot, even with Christian Pache still around. Maybe he's going to be traded. We'll see. We'll talk about that on another episode. But uh, Ruiz looks like he could be the center fielder for the A's come opening day. Uh, his arm is okay. His defense is supposed to be pretty good, but his bats has not developed at the major league level yet. A lot like Christian Pache, but he's got speed. So there's that. Uh, he hit uh, in, uh, he's also uh, 24 years old, right-handed bat. Uh, in 17 games between San Diego and Milwaukee, he hit 171 with a 194 on base, uh, zero home runs, one stolen base, and uh, there, there's that. He was traded uh, from San Diego to Milwaukee in the Josh Hader deal that happened over the summer. And then he was just traded to the A's uh, today. So he's been traded twice in just a few months. And that's a little scary because uh, if, you, if you see the tool package from the minors, 16 home runs, 85 stolen bases. He hit 332 with a 447 on base. You're like, oh, crap. That's amazing. Who would ever want to give up on this guy? Two guys ha or two teams have in the last few months. That should be worrisome. But hey, maybe the A's got something figured out. I don't, I don't know. Or maybe it's like, hey, uh, he's our new Christian Pache, but he has options so we can send him down if we need to. And uh, we can work on his swing and develop him a little bit more. And we have more time with him. Maybe that's the, the plan here. And then they flip Christian Pache for something? I don't know what the plan is here. I guess we'll find out. But I like Christian Pache still. Um, 
Use him as a fourth outfielder. Screw it. He can play defense at least. Um, also in this deal, Kyle Muller. Uh, I checked out his Instagram because I like to follow new players on social media. Uh, either if they're on Twitter, on Twitter. If they're on Twitter and on Instagram, both. If they're just on Instagram, on Instagram. He's on Instagram. And uh, he just got engaged on December 5th. So congrats to Kyle Muller and his fiance. Um, he made 23 starts in this past season in AAA. He's totaled 134 and two-thirds innings pitched. Uh, he had a 341 ERA 10.6 strikeouts per nine, 2.7 walks per nine. Great stats. Like those stats. He's a right-handed pitcher. He's 25 years old. Uh, he did get a little bit of a... He got three starts in the majors. Not not great. He had an 8.03 ERA, 8.8 uh, Ks per nine, 5.8 walks per nine. Uh, the, the, the ball got away from him a little bit in the big leagues, and so the A's are going to have to work with something there. They obviously have to have seen something for him. to. He used to be Atlanta's number one prospect. He's no longer. He's now the A's number five prospect because uh, the A's have better prospects. But, uh, yeah, they, they had to have seen something, and he's probably going to be in the mix for the rotation, uh, I would imagine. Maybe that means some guys are getting traded. Um, or they got a lot of guys that could be in the rotation, and I'm intrigued by a lot of them. So Kyle Muller is just added to that mix. And also, th this trade added a lot of depth to the A's um, and just gives them other options besides, like, Billy McKinney and Sheldon Noisy and the other guys that they were employing last year. So uh, different mix, younger guys that they can work on developing a little bit more. Um, you got uh, Freddie Tarnock. He made uh, 44, or he had 44 innings in AAA last year, 368 ERA, 10 Ks per nine, 3.5 walks per nine. I like all of those stats. He's a right-handed pitcher. He's 24 years old. He looks solid. I, I, I like that stat line. He also threw uh, two-thirds scoreless innings in the big leagues. So... He's ready. He's he's so good in the big leagues. Uh, and then the final piece of this deal, Salinas, uh, he pitched in A and high A. He had 109 innings pitched total. Uh, he had a 355 ERA, 14.4 strikeouts per nine. That's an amazing stat. Uh, and also 5.2 walks per nine. So they're going to have to work on his control, obviously. But interesting guy. He's 21 years old. He's a right-handed pitcher. So there's all of that. And with all of this... Uh, transaction news and also the the additions of Jace Peterson and Aladdin Diaz and Ryan Noda from last week. Um, the A's had to make a move and they DFA'd Vimeal Machin. So Machin has to clear waivers and then pick whether or not he wants to report to AAA or become a, a free agent. So uh, lots of stuff happened today and uh, we're, we're just getting into it. But that's the trade so far. Those are the stats from the guys that the A's are bringing in. Uh, but we, we got to pause for a second. And we're going to pause and we're going to talk a little bit about Simply Safe because at Locked On A's, we believe home should be where you and your family feel the safest, especially over the holidays. This season, give yourself and your family the gift of peace and protection with the number one rated home security system, Simply Safe. And right now, Simply Safe is offering Locked On A's listeners 40% off a new home security system, but don't put this off. In an emergency, they offer 24-7 professional monitoring agents that use fast protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify that the threat is real. Simply Safe is whole 
home security with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door. HD security cameras for inside and out. Smarter ways to, de to detect motion that alert you when the threat is real. And even hazard sensors that detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. Don't miss your chance to save big on my favorite home security system. Get 40% off of any new system at simplysafe.com slash lockdownmlb today. That's simplysafe.com slash lockdownmlb. There's no safe like a Simply Safe. Welcome back to the Lockdown Ice Podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to subscribe on your platform of choice. Uh, we're available everywhere, including on YouTube. If you're already there, make sure to subscribe, like, comment, uh, put on the notifications so you get notified when uh, a, a new episode is posted because uh, they're all the time, every single day, except for actually starting next week. We go down to three days a week for like a couple of months until spring trading hits. So a uh, little bit of break for us MLB hosts. It's nice. And then we come back and we talk about more baseball and <laughs> the 2023 A's. It's going to be a great time. We're going to have so much fun. So much fun. Uh, make sure to follow us on social media at Locked on A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at ByJasonB on Twitter. Check us out at Inside the A's at InsideTheA's.com and also Inside the A's on Twitter and on Facebook so you never miss an article of more news and analysis and A's coverage. But let's get mad a little bit about this trade because uh, it... I feel like I fell for the trick again, and that's not great. Uh, a lot. Everybody was confused by this trade. Um, JJ Cooper, I said that uh, I think said that the A's didn't even get the second best player in this trade, which is wild because they gave up the the best player in this trade. They didn't even get the second best player in this trade. The Milwaukee did in Contreras, um, and I mean maybe they got the third. I don't know. It, it looking at the A's return package. Who's, who's the centerpiece of this deal? Is it Ruiz? Is it Muller? Is it Tarnock? I, I don't know. Is it going to end up being Salinas? I, I'm not sure. Is it Manny Pena? I hope not. I really hope it's not Manny Pena, honestly. <laughs> but it could be. Ah, oh, man, he hit, he hit 12 home runs in 2021. Maybe maybe that's what the A's are looking for. Actually, uh, to be fair to Manny Pena, I'm, I'm using his, um, him as a punchline, but he's going to be the A's backup. He's going to play some amount of games, um, but... Uh, I haven't necessarily looked into him too closely because he's 35 years old and he's going to be the backup catcher, but maybe he's really good at framing or something. But I think that he's going to be a nice guy to have back there, a nice, solid MLB veteran for Shea Langoliers, kind of like uh, having Steven Vogt around last year, only this guy's unfamiliar with the franchise. Um, so I think that having him will be nice. I don't expect a lot from him, but I do have to look more into his stats in fairness to Manny Pena. Uh, but... Ace fans are mad about this trade. Uh, there, there was an actual re an actual report of them asking for from the Cardinals, uh, Lars Newtbar, who has just all red on his baseball savant pitch. He was solid, five years of control left, excellent major league piece. They asked for him, and also the uh, reigning Gold Glove second baseman in the National League, third place finisher in the Rookie of the Year voting in the National League, Brendan Donovan, they asked for him too. And then also the Cardinals' top pitching prospect, Gordon Graceffo, uh, they asked for all three of those guys, and the Cardinals said no and pivoted to another Contreras, uh, Wilson Contreras. And uh, so it, it's not necessarily baseball trade value's fault for upping uh, Sean Murphy's trade value, but this is what we were told the A's were looking for, what the, what 
the asking price was and that they would hold on to him until they somebody met that deal or something close. And uh, when, when you look at the return package, especially as it's coming in trickle by trickle uh, on social media, there are no top 100 prospects in this return. Nobody that's been ranked in the top 100 prospect list on anybody's list in this return. Cal Muller has been a borderline guy, but that's that's as close as anybody's gotten. Um, Ruiz is somebody that everybody's touting. I'm intrigued. I love the speed. Does he make enough? He doesn't make hard contact. That Can he make enough contact that he can put the ball in certain places? Maybe uh, the A's are planning on him being better with the shift and being able to like poke the ball in certain places and having him focus on where he wants to put it and uh, not being able to be shifted in a certain way. Maybe that's the plan here, but uh, Ruiz... His hard hit profile is a little bit scary, and the fact that he's been traded twice, a little bit scary, but maybe there's something there. Still, not a lot of, like, guys that you're like, yes, I'm super stoked that we now have that guy on our team. Uh, you know, Mason Wynn was going to be a centerpiece of this trade, according to, you know, just talking uh, over trades with other hosts. Uh, George Valera seemed like he would be a centerpiece with the Guardians. There was a lot of like really talented top 100, top 30 prospect level guys. And they has got zero top 100 prospects. They're paying a catcher more than they would have for Sean Murphy. And uh, we'll see, I guess, is where we're at. Um, I, I know that it was a high ask but it kind of set the bar for what our expectations were as A's fans. And I think that that's where a lot of the frustration is right now among the A's fan base is uh, you, you set us up with some expectations. And then all of a sudden you're like, or how about this? And uh, so that's not great. Um, and, and instead we, we get a return of guys. I mean, Muller seems like he could be good. Ruiz, 17 games, not a big sample size, but it's very reminiscent of the kinds of guys that the A's have gotten in previous trades, like Christian Pache, who had struggled previously in the big leagues, didn't put it together, spent a lot of time in AAA in 2022. Uh, Kirby Sneed had a good showing, but he wasn't great, you know, uh, in a larger sample size, but uh, I'm expecting him to be better. He's my breakout pick for 2023. 2023. Uh, Kevin Smith, he had a, a decent... He, he wasn't great in the big leagues, but, uh, you know, he was a, a guy that they also acquired for uh, Matt Chapman. There's been a, a bunch of these guys, and it, this trade feels very reminiscent of, oh, but we can fix them, and they haven't fixed anybody yet. So it, the, the trust isn't there, I think, among the fan base. Um, and also, you traded away Sean Murphy, who is a lot of people's... You know, I mean current favorite player was everybody's current favorite player besides like Ramon Laureano who could also be on the trade block um I gotta throw one of those Ramon Laureano trades in there every now and then um I mean there's upside in this return and I'm gonna get excited about them uh, in the coming weeks and as I read more about them and just latch on to little things and once spring training happens I will be very excited about the the prospect of these prospects coming up but it isn't what we were told to be on the lookout for. And I think that's where a lot of the frustration is boiling from among the A's fans right now. Um, so that's 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 me being angry about everything. And I feel like I, some people on Twitter were a little bit worried about me because I'm usually the very optimistic guy on Twitter. But like, oh, well, here's what's going on. And I was like, nah, you know what? I'm not a fan of this. And they're like, uh, uh I'm fine. Everything's great. <laughs> I, it's just not what I was expecting. And so uh, it, it made me look like I was wrong. And I don't like looking like I'm wrong because I do a lot of research. And then the A's are like, here you go. Um, also, fun fact, um, you guys know the movie Aladdin? 
Um, you, you know the the villain Jafar, how he has that snake staff that he can, uh, you know, mind control the Sultan with. I'm pretty sure that Alex Anthopoulos, uh, the the GM over in Atlanta, he has one of those, and it works over the phone when he talks to David Forst. Uh, so there's that. And also with this trade, maybe I, I got to tell jokes too. Maybe uh, with Billy Bean stepping away, maybe he took all the algorithms with him, and uh, David Forst is like, I don't know. Uh, you know, he threw darts at five names, and these are the five that they came up with. So, <laughs> uh, on that note, let's get excited about 2023. I've got a reason why they're, oh, I got a, a bunch of reasons actually, why they're going to be better in 2023, even without Sean Murphy and with this trade and some of the shenanigans. They're going to be a better team in 2023 than they were in 2022. We're going to get into it here in just a second. BetOnline.net. They are your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from pro football to college bowl season to basketball and the World Cup. We've got it all over at BetOnline. And you know, it, I love the World Cup. I give you guys updates on the daily, but there hasn't been a game. So I think they're on Tuesday. So yeah, more World Cup action for you guys in next in the next day's ad read. Uh, so if you guys love sports podcasts, and I'm guessing that you do, you'll find those over at Bet Online as well. And they're always the fastest and easiest way for you to get your betting info. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more because Bet Online is where the game starts. Welcome back to the Locked On A's podcast. If you're enjoying the show and you've made it this far, please uh, leave us a five-star review on your platform of choice. If you're on YouTube, go ahead and comment below. Uh, let me know what you guys think about this trade, uh, both now and then also after you hear what I have to say in the span of like seven minutes. Uh, so we're going to get into that, but make sure to follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at ByJasonB on Twitter. Um, if you guys have any questions for us, uh, at locked on A's at Gmail, locked on athletics, I'm sorry, at gmail.com. You can just send over some questions. Hit us up at locked on A's on Twitter, inside the A's on Twitter, by Jason B on Twitter. I don't care. Find me. I'm very accessible. <laughs> and I love talking A's baseball, but you know what I love talking about? Winning A's baseball. And I'm not sure that the A's are going to be winning like a bunch of games in 2023, but I don't think they're going to be losing 100. And I got some reasons. Um, we talked about it a little bit on yesterday's show, and I'm kind of piggybacking off of that. But the A's have made some upgrades around the diamond. And I know that losing Sean Murphy sucks. He was great. He had a very, very solid second half. And I, he was very good behind the dish, too. And I don't know that Langoliers is quite there defensively uh, like Sean Murphy is. But, hey, um, you know, he offensively, He's not that bad, honestly. Um, and the A's made a bunch of other upgrades around the diamond that may actually, on the aggregate, make them a better team overall. So let's get into it. For starters, behind the dish, Shea Langoliers had a 97 WRC plus in 40 games played. That is 3% below league average. Uh, Sean Murphy was like a 122. So a little bit of a drop there. But Shea Langoliers is also going to be getting a full season. He's going to have time to adjust. He's going to have time to learn. He's had some time to adjust over the offseason. We'll see what he can do. I'm excited about Shea Langoliers in 2023. Bangaliers is, uh, he's, he's going to do it, my friends. Um, but 
really where they they made some improvements. They improved their pitching depth. So that's that's one big thing. They, they seem to figure out the bullpen a little bit uh, at the end of 2022. That's a big part of it. Uh, I'm intrigued by some of the starters. Um, obviously, we, we still got some guys that are like, ah, they're fine. But hey, if Paul Blackburn is still on the A's, Let's see if he can pitch like he did in the first couple of months of the season. Let's see how that happens. Because uh, he dealt with some injury, missed a bunch of time, missed the rest of the season. And uh, he, he ended up with like a not great uh, season. But he was an all-star in 2022. Let's see if we can get a full season out of him. Cole Irvin was fantastic until he stopped being fantastic. Still finished with an ERA under four. And uh, he, he showed some, some fortitude to get there. So I like that. Ken Waldachuk seems interesting. More time in the big leagues. J.P. Sears, more time. Uh, Adam Aller, he was showing me some stuff before he got hurt at the end of the season. I liked him. Uh, Adrian Martinez, did he, did he add a, a two-seam fastball? Because that could unlock him right there. I think that he could be fantastic. And then we haven't even gotten to Muller and Tarnock and uh, all these other guys. Uh, we, they've got a lot of starting pitching options right now, and I'm very intrigued by all of them. But most of my reasoning is offensively because the A's offense was not great last year. Uh, so let's start over at first base where they had a 93 WRC plus uh, among all the guys that played first base. Uh, most of that was Seth Brown having a 117. Seth Brown still on the team. Probably not going to be playing first base. Instead, they're going to have Ryan Noda, who is a Rule 5 draft pick who they selected last week. Um, he's been really, really good. He gets on base. He has pop. He can play defense. He can. He's going to be an upgrade over everybody at first base. Maybe not with the bat initially, like with what Seth Brown has here, but everybody else, sure. I think that he's going to be a lot better right there. Um, second base, they and they also finished 21st in WRC Plus in all of baseball at first base, mostly because Seth Brown, who was not a great defender at first base, so they should be getting an uptick over there as well. If Ryan Note is league average, which might be a tall ask, but... I think he can do it. I think he can do it. Uh, at second base, the A's ranked 25th in WRC Plus with a 77, 23% below league average. Uh, Kemp, right, and the, I, I talked about this on yesterday's episode, uh, in, in my new arrangement with the new signees, uh, Tony Kemp gets to play against righties. He had a 93 WRC Plus against righties, and uh, he's also a very good defender at second base. That's his best defensive position. Put him there, you increase both his defensive productivity and also his offensive productivity. And then you got Aledmus Diaz. He had a 121 WRC plus against lefties. You put those two together, they're going to be well above average at second base. And those are also their best defensive positions. That's going to be way better than the 77 that the A's got in 2022. That's point uh, two, I guess. Uh, in left field, the A's ranked 23rd in WRC plus with an 88. Uh, Tony Kemp had a 91 WRC plus, so he was he was good uh, in you know getting all of the left fieldness. But I think that uh, with what they could do in 2023, they could be a lot better. Uh, Seth Brown, if he's still with the team, uh, he had a 129 WRC plus against just righties. That's 29% above league average, and that is also over 30% above what they got from left field last year. And then you throw in, uh, and also you got uh, Jace Peterson, you have him go into left field a little bit. He was he had a 95 WRC plus um, against lefties, which Seth Brown really struggled against. He had a 60 WRC plus against lefties, so you could really improve but left field on the aggregate between those two guys. And then you move over to third base, and I think this is where the A's get their biggest bump. Uh, they had a 63 WRC plus last year between everybody that played, Jonah Bride and Vimy Almachin and 
uh, Kevin Smith and everybody else. Every, 63 WRC plus, 37% below league average. You bring in Jace Peterson, you, you have him hit just against lefties. He had a 105 WS, uh, WRC plus. That's 5% above league average. That is a 40 point swing right there, 40% swing right there. That's a huge increase right there. And then Kevin Smith, who plays great defense at third base, so does Jace Peterson. You could have Chapman-level Chapman defense at third base by the metrics. Maybe not, maybe not by the eye test, but by the metrics. Chapman-level defense at third base between two guys, Jace Peterson and Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith had a 116 WRC plus against lefties in, in the big leagues. Not, not in the minors, in the big leagues. So I think that, they, sorry, uh, Jace Peterson would be facing righties. That, that was, that's my bad. But Kevin Smith would be facing the lefties and mashing them to smithereens. Uh, and they'd be above league average combined with excellent third base defense around the diamond. You're seeing some improvements. It might not be flashy, but they, they made some improvements. And it's going to be Shea Lingler. It's going to be league average defensively and off it. Oh, I guess uh, above league average defensively, uh, league average offensively in his first full big league season. That's going to be what determines uh, how the A's do. Also, there's going to be some other trades, but as things sit right now, their offense could be a lot better than it was last year. Maybe not for, you know, uh, a lot of power, maybe not a ton of power, but lots of contact. Ruiz seems interesting. Can he play defense? I hope so. Connor capable. I like him a lot. Can he can he do it over a full season? Let's see. What about they guys have a lot of outfield options. I'll have to talk about them at some point in the future. But I'm very intrigued by this A's roster right now with using platoons, which is an old trick that the A's like to do when they're rebuilding, and then they find some guys that are good. Um, and then coming up up the pike, you got Tyler Soderstrom, catcher slash first base. Maybe he's gonna do some catching, and they just cut Manny Pena and eat like six million dollars. That'd be weird. <laughs> and then also Zach Galoff coming along. We'll see where they could put him as well. The A's got some talent coming. And they also made some upgrades with some signings. And uh, we'll, we'll see if they're going to trade anybody else. I mean, maybe they make an upgrade over Ramon Laureano offensively. I don't know. Uh, we will see what happens. Maybe they move Ramon Laureano for some prospects. And then they put Capable over there. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. I'm not happy with the A's, but I'm intrigued by the A's right now. Tickets better be like $5 next year because A's fans have been through too much. Lower those prices, John. Anyways, that's all that I got for you guys today. Thank you so much again for making Locked On A's your first listen of the day. For your second listen today, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights that only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, it's available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. So, uh, yeah, wherever you listen to this, go follow Peter Makowski and Locked On Sports Today. Very handsome man. You got to see it for yourself. But uh, that's it for me today, you guys. We'll, we'll be breaking down this pod, er, this trade a lot more. Uh, as of right now, I'm supposed to be talking to Lindsey Crosby of Locked On MLB Prospects on tomorrow's show. Uh, so he'll be giving me some more insights on the guys that the A's just got in this Sean Murphy slash Hoal Piams deal. So we'll talk about that on tomorrow's show, but I don't think that it's as dark as it seems just yet. We'll see. But keep Tony Kemp, keep uh, Seth Brown. I'll be happy. We'll, we'll make it work. <laughs>
We, we, the collective we will make this work. Uh, but that's all that I got for you guys today. So until next time, go out and celebrate good times, A's fans. And I'll talk with you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>